Hello, my lovely people. Great peace and great joy fills and overshadows me. It's not always a joy, but an honor to serve my people, sons and daughters of Africa and humanity at large. I love this prayer by Glenn Clark. Um, and it goes, For thou art the God of love, giver of every good and perfect gift, and there's none besides thee. Thou art omnipotent, omniscient, omnipresent, in all, through all, and over all, only God. And thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Glenn Clark. For it is God who works in you, both to will and to do his own good pleasure. Philippians 2.13 We say we can of ourselves do nothing, but it is the Father, Mother within that does it all through us. And we continue to say, thank you, Father. Thank you, infinite intelligence. I continue to heal the world from negativity and all sorts. I heal, I radiate peace, love, and light to all. It is Tuesday, June 21st, 2022, in my world in Ontario, Canada. My world is always full of joyous activities, unbroken progress, and great expectancy. I create my own realities. All of it, not some of it. All of it. I live my life from within to the without. I am in the world, but I'm not of the world at all. I work with my intuitions. That is a still small voice of God only. I'm a lady of gratitude. So let the whole world join me to say, thank you, Father. Thank you, infinite intelligence to the universe. Finally, the enlightenment, truth, and light has reached my beloved continent, Africa. I love my people. I love them dearly. Africa is no longer that continent. We found the truth and we are practicing the truth truth in every nook and corner of our lives. I see it in my imagination all the time and I'm very much aware that if I can see it in my mind, ah, I can definitely hold it in my heart. It's just so wonderful, amazing and beautiful. If I can see it in my mind, ha, ah, and I'm, if I can see it in my mind, I can hold it in my heart. I can definitely hold it in my heart and it's just so wonderful, amazing and beautiful. My dearly beloved, let us imagine in our minds that we are friends sitting under the garden of Eden or Eden, admiring God's beauty and nature. I love beauty. It ignites a spirit in me, the light in me, so I can sit down from morning till evening and I won't get tired and I won't eat too. I love it. I love beauty. And I'm sitting in the beauty, I'm sitting in the garden of Eden, perhaps. As God works through me to talk to you, you have your own self to blame if you didn't come with an iPad or pen and a paper to take notes. The topic for today is the importance of saying thank you to God when you manifest his blessings. The importance of saying thank you to God when you manifest his blessings. In other words, what you miss greatly if you fail to thank God for all that he does for you. For all that he does for you, when an individual fails to thank God, what happens? The fact that you sleep and you wake up, the fact that you drive and go to work, the children go to work, you get the air to breathe freely, you take it for granted. It's not leaving. It's not leaving at all. You've got to say thank you for all these things. And the more you are grateful for the little things like this, the routine things, the more you open the way for bigger things to come to you. You have to thank God when you sleep, when you wake up, when you, your prayer has to be thank you. So when an individual fails to say thank you to God, especially when he or she has manifested, it keeps that individual trapped. And when you are trapped in your own bubble, you get nowhere in life. But you spiral, you spiral down in life. So I ask, I normally ask people, what do you want? It's a principle. Saying thank you or being grateful for the little things or what God has done for you in life opens the way for bigger things to come to you. For bigger things to come in your life. Many are not grateful at all. They look at their friends, counterparts, colleagues, and, um, and employees at work and they make all sorts of comparisons and ask um, themselves a lot of questions. I see comparison to be an enemy because the moment you begin to compare yourself with others, then you can you cannot even say thank you. Some others will ask you why should they say thank you? Say thank you for what? Many don't know 
or completely forget the journey of life is not as about it's not about comparison at all the moment you begin to compare yourself with others then you definitely think others are more blessed than you are this negative thinking is very dangerous that you cannot count your blessings to even see what god has done for you many always forget we are different with different names or different paths we are all unique individuals because nobody does everything for each other not even with siblings twins triplets quadruplets or whatever we are all unique individuals god never duplicated himself or repeat himself you there's no photocopy of anyone so we may be going through different kinds of faith in different dynamics therefore your path is not mine at all it's not your friend's path so don't do that comparison because the moment you begin to compare then you are not even grateful whatever there's no individual that can tell me that whatever his friend or her friend is going through that's the same thing he's going through at the same time no so the principle is if you cannot thank god for the big or little things he has done for you then you remain in your own bubble that's you are hiding your own blessings because you lack the spiritual you you, you are hindering your own blessings because you are you lack this critical understanding the truth is you cannot only be happy for your friend the truth is you can only be happy for your friend and rejoice in his or her blessings that's all you can do the more you do that you open the way for greater things or opportunities to come to you because your mind is a creative medium what you think and feel of another another person you bring it to pass in your own life it is for this reason scripture says love your neighbor as yourself your neighbor is yourself it is a spirit because it is the spirit of god that lives in you and lives in your neighbor and the spirit is not supposed to hurt or harm itself it is supposed to work in harmony with no quarrel in it you have every right to condemn people's actions behaviors and utterances, but not their personality because it is the breath of life that leads in these individuals and leads in you too many do so out of ignorance and ignorance is of the law is no excuse as a co-creator of god you have to be on the creative plane to create your own originality and it is by saying a lot of thank you and giving appreciation your spiritual minds but your spiritual eyes and mind will open to be on the creative plane all the time not on the competitive plane so if you're on the creative plane the being on the creative plane is your best right not a privilege it's your best right to be on the because you create your own originality and you don't copy what others have done to call it development my people always copy what others have done no you have to create your own originality and being on you don't have to be on the competitive plane because that brings about jealousy envy bitterness and all sorts of negative emotions and you have to desist from that you don't have to be on the competitive plane you have to be on the creative plane and it's true that that you'll be grateful to god for all that he's done for you just so you know you cannot say you have thanked god enough or shown appreciation to god and it's enough do it as many as often as you like how the spirit leads you and that activates the hand of god in your life then your faith is increasing more than the master seed but the job i do i do operate in 24 uh, 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 24 countries in different time zones there are some people that chase me with their problems in different time zones sometimes i'm like did this person even look at the time before calling me but in all in all with over 11,000 followers on facebook over 500 people on whatsapp and friends of emg no one can look into my face eagle helen or eagle Imano or my husband's face and say these people since this couple since 2016 that we as we started operating i called them and they were giving me so many excuses not not nobody sometimes people call us in excruciating pain facing eviction in our homelessness but they know we didn't feel anyone we understood the principle very well and we worked with the principle after conditions that didn't have doesn't have power so for us, we go through the evictions and we have time to do to serve as well. So once these problems are solved for these individuals, I encourage them to share their story to empower or inspire others. Some are not comfortable with my suggestion at all because they feel embarrassed to share their story 
The reason being that they don't want to embarrass the family or status quo of the family or the family will be exposed. And a whole lot of excuses people come up with. It doesn't hurt me. It doesn't worry me. But the truth I want these individuals to know is that the whole reason you went through that unpleasant situation is to learn lessons and to say thank you and show appreciation by sharing your story to inspire, to lift, to empower others. And over here in the developed world, we do it. Some people went through a pain and they shared their story so that a lot of people are inspired. That's if God does something for you and you don't want to share because you are afraid of witches, wizards, or some powers. You believe that some powers out there can thwart all your successes of the family secret. Then you are blocking your own blessings. As a matter of fact, all those people don't have the power over you. Except you give your mental consent to what they say or do. In that case, you're giving your power away easily, cheaply, and foolishly. The truth is, if someone out there is going through exactly what you are going through and needs to hear you, the person only needs to hear your story. The person only needs to hear your story to lift his or her soul up, motivate or inspire or tell him or her that if others can do it, you can do it too. So if you don't want to say thank you to God and take it further to share your story, then my question to you is, why are you praying for more blessings? Why are you praying for more manifestations? Why are you praying for all miracles? And why are you praying for all sorts? Why are you disturbing public peace? Why are you doing the acrobatics display? And uh, Because God does something for you and you don't want to share to inspire others. Why are you doing it? God, the universe, will close the door on you. And scripture says the same thing. In Matthew 10, 31 to 33, you can read it. Therefore, everyone who acknowledges me before people, I also acknowledge before my Father who is in heaven. But everyone who denies me before people, I also deny. I also deny before my Father who is in heaven. So, if you are choosing your family over God, so be it. So be it. Africans are so secretive by nature, which is very disturbing and worrying. Someone told me she's prepared to suffer the consequences of being secretive or be, or not sharing the story. Than saying anything. That is how unlighted some others can be. Can you imagine? And I also say, okay, I respect that. I don't when people don't want the truth, I don't force it on people. I just allow them to be. That is how I work. When people don't want the truth, I don't force it on them at all. But I pray that they will be their spiritual eyes will be opened. Because it is not about how they want things to be. It's about how things work. So come in alignment to save the soul. Thanksgiving is opening your hands wide to the universe that you want more blessings. And you show appreciation by sharing your story to inspire and empower others. Not saying thank you to God and sharing your story. Not saying thank you to God and sharing your story. It's just saying that you are not grateful and you don't want more blessings. That's don't bother praying to God for more blessings because it won't work. If you fail to honor God, you are, you are only wasting your time. You want God to do it for you more in the secret, but you don't want to share your story to empower others. It doesn't work that way, my friend. Even in our normal lives, look at how our parents, family, loved ones, and society get very upset with us if we fail to use and say thank you to them for the good they did to us. How much more God? In our community, saying thank you puts you in a certain class. One thing I know for sure, a closer heart is always close to the universe. Saying thank you shows how polite a person is, an individual is. So for me, when people say they can't say thank you, um, I look at them, I, 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 I only tell them, I respect all that you are saying. I don't argue with people, no. My prayer is, all, I always want to use myself as an example because I can change people. But I can only change me. I'm aware of that. So my prayer is always thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, infinite intelligence, that you have done it for me. Even when I haven't received it. And that moves the hand of God to do it for me quickly and faster. And that is practical faith. What is faith? Calling forth the things that are not. As if they are. You don't have to see it. So the best time to even thank God is when things are not going on well. And that is our favorite quote. Mr. and Mrs. Mesa. When things are not going on well, that is when you thank God. 
because you don't believe it you don't believe in other things that is why my mentor emmett fox he says man has dominion over all things when you know the laws of being and obeys them the law of being gives you power over your circumstances so philippians 4 6 it says be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your request be made known unto god the bible says the bible says and uh, robert collier in one of his books advises us to write up problems as if they are past history and give thanks so prayer is if you ask me more prayer is i'll tell you prayer is just thanksgiving and if you miss the joy you miss it all, all all in your life perceive your desires as you already possess them that is why as subconscious believers we encourage we encourage our followers to look at their situation as they want it to be not as they are so most predictions in the bible have been written in the past tense david always praised and thanked god when he was in trouble by acts of worship and praise to god daniel was saved in the lion's den paul and silas sang songs of praise and liberated themselves from prison repeat thank you father repeatedly and your mind is lifted to a point of acceptance when thoughts of lack, poverty, and distress come to mind, repeat, thank you, Father, as often as necessary. The more you say this, you recondition your mind to add the idea of wealth, and your subconscious mind responds. Remember the saying, a thankful heart is always close to the universe. In my right frame of mind, I say, I thank God for the difficulties, because it could have been worse. That is, I've been saying it, and it's part of me. I thank God for the difficulties, because it could have been worse. I say this, I said this affirmation and many more in my homelessness when my children were in foster care and when my husband ran, my husband was separated from me from me in the shelter. I was fully aware nothing happened to me, but it all happened for the glory of God to be seen in my unpleasant situation. I use the truth to set myself free, and that is what I recommend to you. It is time. To learn about universal laws and principles it is not by chance luck or coincidence that the black americans or Afri african americans find themselves on the soil of africa it is not by chance at all i don't believe in that the credible thing is to bless the land they find themselves in regardless and be appreciated the more they do that they open the way for opportunities to find them or even chase them down to implement what they've learned in the country. That is USA for all the swap. I have met individuals who tell me they are going home because they are fed up with this and that, racism, discrimination, marginalization, and all that. They don't go with the right mindset. They want they don't want the truth either. They don't want to know. Either they call it crowd bullshit and uses bad language and all that. I allow these individuals to be and express themselves in every shape and form. I don't interrupt them when they are talking like that at all. I use non-judgment and discretion in dealing with people. I understand the game of life very well and I know they will surely come back because they didn't go home with the right mindset and attitude. They do come back in a couple of weeks or months and when they come to, they hide it from me because they don't know where they, they, they don't want me to know because whatever I told them, they didn't listen. Today, let me put two or three coaches or even more than that on the African continent for people who want to come to America or other developed world and you'll be amazed. And look, even ministers or presidents will bring, it will come or children. Hear me out. I'm not saying we should overlook all that happened to us in the past, but I'm showing you a principle to be independently wealthy to have the perfect peace of God that passes all understanding. To have joy in your soul. To get all that you are looking. It's a principle. And nobody argues with principles. You just avoid them. As I always emphasize, life is not about how we think things should be or how we perceive things should be, but purely about how things are done and how things work in the universe. Therefore, come in alignment. That is the right thing to do. This way, no other way. My black man, or woman, uncle, auntie, grandma, grandpa, or fellow one listening to me. The right attitude and mindset is to say thank you regardless because it's a principle. 
principle works and never fails. Principle two plus two is four. Everybody knows it's four. Even in the developed parts of this country, in a developing world, it's two plus two is four. So the principle is you have to be grateful, regardless, even the things you call little, and that opens the way for the opportunities and breakthroughs to chase you down. Unfortunately, our people, black Americans, are in the midst of wealth, but they are not enjoying it because of lack of understanding of thanksgiving and the truth. Poverty and all sorts of negativity is what describes them. I'm now speaking to the black community in the diaspora in the, or in the Western world, especially those in the U.S. and Canada, as my position as a child of God and a citizen of the universe. My husband and I, Igali Manomensa, acknowledge the fact that we've gone through a lot as black people. We wouldn't deny this fact for a second. My husband and I see all that happens on TV between a fellow black men and women and the police force. We see all that. We hear and feel the pain of you all. We understand your frustration, disappointment, and all. We got you all. It's because of our love for our people. You especially, you the black man or woman listening to me, and humanity. That is why we went on the spiritual journey to learn lessons and truth in our lives. Truth of life, in our homelessness, and in our excruciating pain. Our minds were made up, and we're not going to give up regardless. So our message is very simple, and we raise our hands and say, enough is enough. The unpleasant situation between our race, especially our men, and the police force, it's a world's problem, but not a racial problem, problem at all. It's a world's problem, not a racial problem. We have never thought for a second that the police force in Canada, U.S., Western world, or even citizens like, like even the citizens like what is going on between our men, especially, and the police force. The only problem is that the police and the citizens are only solving the problem for the service. Does this unpleasant situation dies down and it resurfaces, which takes a toll on all of us. This is a time for change and spiritual awakening. Everything is built from within. Everything is an inside job. The enlightened person will never fail to tell you that. The metaphysical saying, as we think, so without. As in heaven, so on earth. As above, so below. It's what everyone must be awakened to, including the police force. The power within will tackle the root of the problem, but not the surface at all. The solution lies in the problem. It lies nowhere than in the problem. So all this while we've engaged in what is termed as fighting against circumstances, quarreling with the world, or reacting to situations with the policies and the laws that we have. Hence, up until now, we are now we are up until now, we are cutting the branches of the tree, but not uprooting the tree of the problem. Hence, we have we haven't been able to fix the jigsaw puzzle. We need something higher, and it's all about the power within to solve it from within. Many black, many black people are constantly living their lives as if they are constantly squatting at flies. In Africa, where there are a lot of flies, the moment you thought you've killed a fly, you turn your back and you see many are coming. And that is how we behave. We've been dancing around this issue for far too long and it has to stop. Again, my people, it's not about how we think things should be or we, how we want things to be or how we perceive things to be. It's about how things are done and how things work in the universe. This way and no other way. That's we have to come in alignment. And scripture says the same thing. You shall know the truth. And the truth will set you free. Sometimes I hear my people talking. And I'm like, what are they saying? And it hits me to my core. And it has always taken a, a, a toll on my shoulder. My people, talking in such negative terms, grieve the Holy Spirit. And there are serious consequences for grieving the Holy Spirit. Always ask yourself, who is thinking and feeling this negative emotion? And you realize that you are. You are. So if one says he or she doesn't know how to raise his or her child, or he or she doesn't want to give birth to a boy, or your male child is a mistake, of, or, or that person is in effect saying, God made a mistake with him or her. The black man, sometimes like the black man does, the black woman does there and that and that. That individual would definitely exist 
experience a result of his or her thinking, of, her, of his negative thinking. Remember, we create our own reality, our own thought. We are talking about the most powerful in the universe, which is life, which is the air we breathe. Without fail, God is not only a good father, but perfect in all his ways. After creation, he declared everything good. God doesn't make mistakes. He doesn't do do-overs. And scripture says it the same too. Scripture says, if you lack wisdom, ask, and it will give it to you liberally. So what are we talking about? If you don't know how to raise your child, ask God and he will show you. Are we just comfortable? I've asked this question. And whenever I ask it, people just keep quiet and look at my face. As if I said nothing. But are we just comfortable in pulling the, the, the self-pity cards all the time? I have been looking for answers to this question, but everybody is looking at me and I'm also looking at them. Sometimes I listen to people talk and it's, uh, see these individuals want things to be changed for us. That will not happen, my dear. That will not happen. Or they will not change something, or they will change something small to appease or pacify us. The higher truth of life is that change begins from within or from oneself. The forefathers of the white saw the truth and used it, and that is what we found. And that is what they used to build the nations. We thank God that the black man or woman has found it too. Our differences are not in the skin color at all, but in our thinking. And it's all built from within. And that is what we've gotten it wrong from the beginning and up until now. The truth is that our dearly beloved, you, my dearly beloved, you have your own rescue. You are on your own David or Goliath. Or you are on your own savior or devil in this life. So to speak, you create your own realities. So if you're thinking things are to change in your favor, that will not happen. The police report that came out in Canada on June 15, I read it on June 15, 2022, about black people. It says it all. I listen and many are asking a lot of questions. The answer to the question is what I'm telling you or offering you from the bottom of my heart. It's all about universal laws and principles, which create a realities in life. The danger is the police force and most people doesn't realize all that they are. Or they just, the, the police force and most people don't realize all that they are going through is from within. And that is what is happening right now between our men and the police force in the U.S. especially. That everything is solved. That everything is solved on the outer and the problem resurfaces after a while. That is why I use the flies analogy. The moment you think you solve one problem, then after a while it comes back again. We are black people. I'm a black woman talking to you. But my real identity is that I'm a citizen. My husband and I, Igor Mensa, and myself, we are citizens of the universe, which we want you to refer to us as such. We believe in the law of divine oneness. That's we accept all, embrace all, love all, and we work with principles. To us, there's no separateness or divisions with the universal laws and principles. We know this to be true because the blessings of nature, look at the sun, the sun, the rain, force on everyone without discrimination. We think and do things in a different way. We speak from the higher point of view. We don't see color in dealing with people at all. The truth is everybody is created in the image and likeness of God. No one was shortchanging in life. That's what one has done. We encourage our people that we can do it too. We don't see color when we deal with people. What makes a beautiful garden? Different colors, and that is what God represents. What makes a beautiful garden? It's different colors, and that is what God represents. We have raised a group of Africans or black people who understands what is what it means by being on the creative plane. They we've encouraged them not to be on the competitive plane at all. We encourage them to be co-creators and they do, to be co-creators to form their own originality. And that is their birthright to know. Nobody taught us that as Africans. And we did this in our homelessness and it's creating pain since 2016. My husband and I have raised gigantic men and women on the African continent for almost six years now in the midst of COVID. Can you imagine? Every enlightened person knows that you don't fight negative emotions with negative emotions. Otherwise, you create more of what you don't want. So like we did on our spiritual journey, 
and won every battle. We are still raising a group of Africans that work with their institutions only, like us, like myself and my husband, so that at any meeting or round table in the world, they know what they are talking about. They are brainstorming and discussing huge contracts, not begging for help, adding up to numbers, occupying space, eating, drinking. No. Our mindsets are to think what you want to think, is to think the truth regardless of appearances. To think what you want to think is to think the truth regardless of appearances. Our mentor, um, Wallace Wattles, D. Wattles, taught us this. And we use it very well in dealing with people when we went to court. We don't allow people's thinking to be ours at all. And we don't allow people to do our thinking for us. What we feel within is what we go by. At the end of the day, it is not what is said or done that is the problem. But our reaction is always the key. This mindset of us has helped us to achieve a lot of things. And through this mindset, we are able to give thank you. We are able to show, to say thank you and show appreciation. Again, it is very important that you address us as citizens of the universe, even though we are black people. We have lived and organized our lives within universal laws and principles. The word racist is not in our vocabulary at all. So we require the same respect from you not to use that word on us. Neither do we, we will not disrespect you. So don't disrespect us to use that word or any bad language on us. The word racism should not be used in our vocabulary at all. And it, it, the word racism should not be used in your vocabulary if you want to manifest. Because God works through people. You never know who God works, who will work through to bring you your blessings. It can be the black person, white person, brown person. And so if you say somebody is racist, you are blocking your own blessings. And it's a breach of universal laws. Take it from your mouth. The same way I took COVID out of my mind, even though I was living in the shelter. To me, it didn't exist. I didn't give energy to it. I think I even mentioned it only once or twice. I didn't want I didn't want it at all. It was not part of my growth. Please do that. This is the most exciting time to be alive if an individual understands all that is going on. You know there's always a temptation to put the racial or self-pity card, self-pity card, and argue along such lines. However, the enlightened person knows and talks about diversity, not the racial lines at all. The black man or woman is sensationally religious, but the angels are unemployed. The angels require us to be pure in heart and connect to the power within the right way. To connect to the power within the right way. Failure to do this will seem as if the power is not in you when you connect. Sometimes I hear what goes on in the church and I throw back I throw it back to the one telling me, I can understand that you are not happy and all the concreting that is going on and all that you are talking to me about. However, from my experience, I've seen that people feel if they don't go to church, then they are not righteous and God will punish them. Others are afraid of what family and others will say. There's so many reasons. Because since infancy, these people have gone to church. They've been churchgoers and they are afraid. So to them, they want to be people pleasers. But I expect Pulls them to the truth and they get it. The people in the developed world don't go to church like the way we black people do. But they are the ones prospering. My black man or black woman listening to me. Have you thought about that? We can we are only consuming, consuming what others have done. Hear me out here. I'm not saying don't go to church, but to go to church with negativity, such as mental impurities or junks, or negative emotions of grudges, fight, unforgiveness, and also keeps you trapped. You spell down in life. So what do you want? You cut yourself from the everlasting goodness of the kingdom. I don't judge anyone, and I'm not the one to make your own decision. You are the only thinker in the universe. It's my duty to expose you to the truth, and yours to make a decision. You have a mind to think and make your own decision. Sometimes when people come to me and they tell me a lot of things, I give them the truth. They want me to even take that. I tell them that, no, I can do that. My mentor, Emmett Fox, taught me that righteousness is right thinking. We injure ourselves by our, own, uh, by our own wrong thinking. My mentor, again, Emmett Fox, taught me that think good about yourself, your neighbor, your family, and the world. 
And the scripture says the same thing too. So I don't know what people are getting at. And John 4, 23 says, Yet a time is coming, and now has come, when two worshippers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. But they are the kind of worshippers the Father seeks. So God is pure in heart and soul. So if an individual if, if an individual is not willing to work on him or herself to have a pure and a pure heart and soul, there's no way that individual can manifest the everlasting goodness of the kingdom. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. It, it, it doesn't mean you have to go to church every day, but have the right thinking about yourself and everyone. And I'm sorry, in the church, people dress a lot. And it, when you dress a lot, you are supposed to go to church for people to commend you. But that is not what happens. Rather, people hate you for dressing too much. I don't get it. So, when you hate your fellow brother or sister because he or she is looking more beautiful than you, then I'm sorry. You have a long way to go in life. James Allen, he said, you are not already made, but you self-make yourself. That you must responsibly and consciously choose to work on yourself. The power within, authentic power or higher power, talks of purity of heart. The power doesn't talk on racial lines at all. It talks about divine oneness. We all know this to be true. When the rain falls, it falls on everyone. When the sun snow, it falls on everyone. And when we breathe, it falls on everyone. There are rules, and if individual, the individual is not prepared to follow those rules, I'm sorry, that individual will forever be trapped in the middle of the five senses. And if an individual is trapped, how can he or she say thank you? He will not say thank you. He or she will continue to spiral down in life. I have a job description I work with. I'm not the source at all. I go to the source myself, and I know it works. I teach, guide, direct, and support people to go to the source. Sometimes people want to make me their source. And I say, no, I'm not a source. God is a source. I've come to realize some people, they are mentally lazy. They want you to do the work for them. No, do the work yourself. These people want instant gratification, not realizing everything is a process. Again, it is the forces in the unseen world or the inner world that creates the realities in our outer or physical world. It will come as a surprise to most people, if not all. The angels in the universe are unemployed. This is so, and it is the truth. Yet the African, the African or the black man or woman troops to church all the time. Don't, aren't we missing something? Aren't we, 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 we fail to connect with the power within. Everything of ours is on the altar and it has to stop. It has to stop so that we can take a rightful place in the world to be the men and women God created us to be. People are not aware of the purpose of human existence at all. The heart and the mind must be purified and synchronized without any form of mental impurity sometimes before anyone can enjoy all the blessings and the everlasting goodness in the kingdom. There's so much hope in the future. <laughs> There's so much hope in the future if you begin to learn about universal laws and principles that create the realities of life. Nobody argues with them. It is the extension of the laws we have in schools, workplaces, communities to bring law and law um, to bring law and order. As I said earlier, on two plus two is four. It's a principle anywhere in the world, and it never changes. The universe has no favorite or does not play human favoritism like we do, like human beings do. It's just and it gives to everyone his rightful energy. James Allen, he said that I've read all his collections and I love it. Sometimes when I'm reading it, I'm even laughing. Total obedience and compliance is the key to manifestation. The universe is a place of law and exact law, exact and of perfect beauty. There has never been an occurrence in human history that things within the universe are clashing or in a state of confusion. And it needs experts on earth to sort it out. It can never happen and it will never happen. So we living within universal laws frees an individual or majority from all kinds of ignorance, stupidity servitude, limitations, and bondage. Okay? So, without these laws and principles, life would be on a trial and error basis. Everything would be in a total confusion and in a mess. And that is what is happening between uh, young men, the black, young, the black men and the police force. 
everything is always a confusion. And because they don't know it, they blame everyone. They ignorantly engage in what is termed as fighting against circumstances or quarreling with the world. That has to stop. That has to stop. Insanity is doing something over and over again, expecting different results. Einstein, Albert Einstein, he said that the unexamined life is not worth living. Said Socrates, what we are known for, what are we known for on the world stage? Don't we see we are missing something? Humanity is governed by the universal law of causation. Whether we believe it or not, whether we accept it or not, whether we, we agree with it or not, all is all. All is talk, all is mind, all is law and order in the universe. This is so and it's the truth. Nothing escapes this. It is universal laws and principles that create our realities in life. The universe is not only good, but very good to the individual who is prepared to change his or her thoughts. My people, the truth of life is that the more you dwell on the past, the more we create more of what we don't want. This is the truth we need to be awakened to, whether we like it or not. So what we focus on gets bigger or expands. What thoughts are things? God is taught, therefore you are taught being too. God never created heaven and earth with his bare hands, but he taught it into being. You are a thought being too. Thus, we have to learn about universal law of polarity. The truth of life is that if you live in your past, you will recreate the past, be it good or bad. And it is more of what you don't want. And because of what we went through in the past, we created our realities. A, there must be a healing to this. You cannot even thank God because it doesn't make sense to you. The things of the spirit are indeed foolishness to people who are not of the spirit at all. There's an urgent need to heal from the past and reprogram the subconscious mind from negative, destructive, trash thinking to godly, constructive, and positive thinking. Again, my duty is to expose you to the truth, not to force the truth on you. And you have a response responsibility to throw away all that I've said or make a responsible and a conscious choice. My question to you then is, what are you going to do? It's time to leave the garden. Come on, let's go. <laughs> it's getting dark. One thing I can assure you is that you are the product of your choices. So now that I've talked to you, it's time for you to go and think. And it's through this thinking. You can be thankful for what you have gone through and you open the door for bigger opportunities to find you. Opportunities will not find will not only find you, but it will chase you down. If you don't want this truth, what at all do you want? Isn't it satisfying and fulfilling to know about the power within to create a heaven on earth, to have the perfect peace that passes all understanding, to be independently wealthy, or to be the man or woman you were born to be? My husband, Igalimano Mensa, and I cannot give you what we don't have. We didn't theorize theoreticize what we read. We learned about it. We researched and practiced it in every nook and corner of our lives. To be the man and woman we were created to be, I take this opportunity. I take this opportunity to thank God in particular for calling us, for calling us, for helping us to find out, uh, to, to, to see our purposes in life. Our hearts are grateful to the angelic kingdom, ascended masters, guides, teachers, and mentors who have guided and guided our path since we were born to discover ourselves, to fulfill our God-given path for humanity. We thank them in, in we thank them indeed for their commitment and dedication to us on our spiritual journey. They never fail. Oh no, they never do. Always leading, guiding, oh guiding, directing, communicating with us all the time. We are not only happy, but very much happy as we continue to work with them. No matter how we run away from them, they never stop loving us to show us the way to the truth and the light. Through our mistakes, frustration, disappointment, difficulties, and emotional pain, they've guided us to awaken our personalities to the desires of our souls. Whatever books, songs, inspiration, and the right people we needed was presented to us and revealed to us at the right time in some good way. We've been truly blessed and inspired by the works of great souls on our spiritual journey. We specifically acknowledge and thank these great spiritual and inspirational teachers and other professionals of our time. We found the great teachers on our Prime Free Network or Prime Free Show, most of the time on Super Soul Sunday 
I listen to Super Soul Sunday all the time, and I took my notes very well. It's indeed food for the soul. God richly blessed Oprah Winfrey. The world would agree with me when I say she served humanity very well. And all these years, and could she, for all these years, and could she continues to serve, I have, I have benefited a lot from her service. My husband, Gilliman Omensa, and I love her so much and dearly. Africa loves her so much and dearly too. The world loves her so much dearly too. The universe adores her and loves her the best. She truly served humanity and continues to do so in sincerity and in faithfulness. I bless her team and all those who surround her and those who she worked with. I radiate peace, love, and light to them all. I salute the divinity in Oprah Winfrey. I am the lady I am today, and I'm the lady I was born to be, to, to be because all the all these great souls she interviewed and continues to interview, they impacted my life. I listen to Super Soul every Sunday, or if I don't get time on the side during the week when I'm doing my activities, I, I listen. And I take my notes very well. Even when I was homeless, I was listening to them. I used my time wisely. When my two wives went into foster care and my husband and I were separated from each other from the culture, from cultural shelter in the midst of COVID, I, I was listening. And the more I listened, the more strength, the more integrity, the more power I gained to overcome all challenges that rose to challenge me. Also, my thanks, another thanks goes to my custom-made husband, a girl, Emmanuel Mensah. From the my custom made husband from the universe, my spiritual partner in every, everything. His patience and love for me to understand everything is commendable, even though I was challenging and rebuffing all the time. The things of the spirit were foolishness to me at that time because I was not of the spirit at all. That is why I'm very patient with people whose personalities are not awakened to the desires of their souls yet. I show them love, patience, and compassion, but not judgment and condemnation at all. And criticisms at all. I'm very patient with them. And I say thank you to my three jewels. They've gone through a lot, but whatever they went through is their contribution to the world to add values in the life of humanity. Also, thank you to our Eagle members. We practiced calmness and centeredness for almost six years. Now the African child knows what calmness is. Just true, the African child knows, knows what calmness is. The African child knows out of pain the purpose is found. One person, all Eagle members will agree with me that I mentioned his name is Eagle Ahmed S. Akbubi, Sulemena Akbubi. Oh, God richly bless him for his dedication, for his dedication and commitment. There are particular songs by individuals I, I especially played on my spiritual journey and up until now, for over six years. That I have to, they don't, these individuals don't even know. And I have to acknowledge and mention their names in no particular order. The following musicians and gospel artists and groups have been my source of inspiration. And these people are in no particular order Susan Ball, Don Moore, Jonathan David, Melissa Hessler, Jen Johnson, Chris Tomlin, Matt Redman, Matt Maha, Carrie Job, Michael W. Smith, Bethel Music, News Sang. Cafe, Hill Worship, all sons and daughters, and many more. I am grateful to God the door has been opened for the African mental emancipation and spiritual awakening. As an African child growing up, I knew intuitively that there was something not right with our setup, but I couldn't pinpoint to my thought. I couldn't pinpoint to it and put my thought together. My curiosity and determination to figure out things for myself got me into so much trouble, but that didn't stop me at all. When everybody would take the broad way, I would take the narrow way, even though it was scary. Self-sufficiency and standing alone was my mantra as an African child growing up. I had to grateful to God that the door had been opened for the African mentalist emancipation and spiritual awakening. It is time for change. It is time for change. And as a child of God and a citizen of the universe, I invite all, especially those who believe in the law of divine oneness and diversity as to march majestically for the creation of a new Africa and the new black race. 
I imagine in my mind, or I imagine in my mind that we all say together a collective prayer and a slogan. And a collective prayer goes like this. God shall wipe away all the pain, suffering, and disappointment for the face of Africa and all black communities in the diaspora through the collective efforts of all of us. There will be no more poverty, no more lack, no more wars, no more disease, no more underdevelopment, no more street violence, no more armed robberies, no more grand crime and drug culture, drug culture in all black communities. The former Africa and the former black race have passed away for the appearance of the new Africa and new black race. We now know the truth and we are all sorry to take a rightful place in the universe. It is wonderful. And our slogan goes like this. One people, one continent, one race, one destiny. This is the most exciting time to be alive if an individual understands all that we are saying and all that we are doing. We are in Africa, when the citizens begin to think clearly to realize that they cannot kill their fellow human beings for ritual purposes or for money, then Africa will no longer be referred to as a, as a dark continent. Africa will no longer be referred to as a dark continent. Okay? This is a time for in the 21st century that every African has to consciously unthink all the negative thoughts that have been embedded in Aresa's subconscious mind to clean and clear the mind to invent, to innovate, to bring forth ideas that will move the human evolution forward. We want a group of Africans to form the critical mass to redefine our continent so that together we can all think big and do great things. This is time to free the African mind from mental bondage, shackles, and all sorts of negativity and expose them to the real source and location of power to invent and innovate to move the evolution forward as it stands and up until now. Africans are all in the evolution process and it has to stop if you look at africa right now it's all inhabited by black people and our continent is not the diverse continent at all and this doesn't depict the glory and the presence of god diversity is the strength of a nation uh, diversity is the strength of every nation of, of 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 a nation every enlightened person knows and believes what diversity is and knows what i'm talking about we they know so we have to and clear environment and surrounded from all filth and change our mindset first and invite all and invite all to come and taste of the goodness of God in our lives when the carnal mind says it can be done or it is impossible or what are you saying the mind with the vivid and clear imagination says it's already done it is already done and we say thank you father thank you infinite intelligence it is done and Philippians 2.13 says it all. For it is God who works in you, both to wealth and to do his good pleasure. I'm the co-founder of Eagle Mentality, Eagle Mentality Group, EMG. At EMG, we dedicate ourselves for the teaching and propagation of the subconscious mind. We also believe in diversity. As diversity is the strength of a nation, we accept both the rich and the poor, the educated and the uneducated, the downtrodden, the ordinary, the have-not, the homeless, and everyone to create a new Africa based on the subconscious mind and universal laws and principles. This is Egil Helen Mesa. I'm a child of God and a citizen of the universe. I wish you what to my people, sons and daughters of Africa and humanity at large. I give love to humanity and it comes back to me not only in million folds but in billion folds. Can you imagine? I wish you all that I, I wish for myself and all the blessings in the universe, such as joy in your soul, perfect peace that passes all understanding, good health, abundance, and much more. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you kindly.